this is Dave, and I'm here with Ethan and special guests, Jason McDonald, Madeline McDonald, Rocky Hooker, and Jared Marker, and together we are Dave and Ethan's 2000-inch Weird Al podcast, ridiculously self-indulgent bonus episode 15 centimeter. On this spoilerific bonus episode, we review the May 27th show in Pelham, Tennessee at The Caverns from Weird Al's 2022, The Unfortunate Return of the Ridiculously Self-Indulgent Ill-Advised Vanity Tour. It's Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al podcast. It's a podcast about Weird Al. It's Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al podcast. Seriously, the whole podcast is about Weird Al. You don't have to listen, but we're glad you are. All right, well, we have a whole bunch of really special guests on this episode. Uh, we have Ethan with two stars and two underlines of <laughs> his name and his... And his I'm, not a, for, I'm not a special guest, though. I just... Well, it's on I'm the always paper. Here. Well... <laughs> oh, so we have uh, some... So why don't you say hello, everybody? Start with that, Jason. Let's start with Jason. Hey, this is Jason. <laughs> All right. Madeline, say hello. Hi, I'm shy. <laughs> Madeline's shy. All right. Hi, everybody. I'm Rocky. And I'm Jared. All right, so we are we're a bit spread out, so hopefully everybody remembers to lean in and, and when they're speaking. And uh, we're in... And, also wait, in, Madeline, how old are you? Nine. Is Madeline the youngest person who's ever been on the podcast? She might be. Certainly as a special guest. Yeah, well, that's, that's great. That's for sure. Um, unless one of you guys are younger than her. <laughs> no, she's my daughter. No. She's kind of like... Okay, her. that's true. We didn't, <laughs> unless there's a time travel situation. We didn't check uh, IDs on the way. <laughs> oh, no, you time can't. Time travel situation. <laughs> right, yeah, so we're kind of... We're actually in the lobby of the hotel in... I don't know where we are. Somewhere, uh, in Manchester, somewhere in Tennessee. Manchester, Tennessee. Manchester, Tennessee. Central time zone. That's right. We're in a different what? time zone. And uh, so we're... <laughs> <laughs> Madeline just found a fly. <laughs> Here it is. Oh, yeah, let's get into it. Um, let's briefly talk about our... Um, we flew out. Or I flew out uh, with my girlfriend, Kate. Yesterday, I flew out to Chattanooga. And we got a hotel room, and then Dave, you guys drove all yeah. the way down. So Jackie and I, we drove down. Uh, we got up, we left around 8.30, and I guess we got in about 10.30, so it was uh, a long day, but you know, it was, it was actually, I didn't drive, so it wasn't uh, stressful for me, but Jackie drove the entire way. Did she really? Yeah, she did. Wow. So, uh, good for her. And yes, yeah, so you got in, and then uh, this morning we, um, we we went to this cool soda and candy store, Rocket Fizz, and then we went to the Whoopie Pie General <laughs> Store, Moon Pie, Moon Pie, <laughs> and then we had lunch, Mine Cafe, Mine Cafe, and then we went to a cat cafe, Nasty Cat Cafe, Nasty Cat Cafe, not a strip joint, not a strip club, <laughs> and um, yeah, we we paid fifteen bucks. And got to hang out with 43 cats for an hour. It was pretty cool. Did you uh, at least let people know where you came from and a little bit maybe quickly about your day? Yeah. We left basically St. Louis at about 9.30 this morning and got here at the hotel about the same time Dave and Ethan did. That's right. We yeah. We literally did. <laughs> yeah. We were unpacking the car and all of a sudden someone rolls up and it's Jason and his family. <laughs> yeah, well, all I hear is... 
Frank sucks. <laughs> so it's like, wow, someone very intelligent just rolled up. After Madeline had gotten car stuck and threw up in the back seat oh, no. in the middle of Nashville, so. Oh, no. Yeah. All right, Jared and Rock. <laughs> Where did you guys come from? Uh, we came from Minnesota, and we actually drove down to Evansville, Indiana, two days before this for a show, so. Uh, um, Great. Yeah. So luckily we were already here this morning. Yeah. Oh wow, that's they great. For that sure was right. very nice. <laughs> yeah. So yes. we're we're in the middle of a long chase right now. So yeah, we didn't have a drive this morning, fortunately. That's great. Um, I think this is my first time meeting everyone here, except for you, Dave. Uh, <laughs> Hi, I'm Dave. So, nice to meet you. Yeah. So it's nice. Yeah. You'd think you'd know who I am. Um, <laughs> but that's not always the case. So as we actually before we saw uh, uh, Jason and Madeline, we saw that Jared had posted on Facebook that he was at a Mexican restaurant and as like as we're about to pull into our hotel we see that it's right across the street so we wanted to go over and say hi to him and we went in and there's like nobody in there <laughs> and so we showed the photo of him to like the bartender he's like oh yeah this he was in here earlier <laughs> so like, oh, I guess he was lying about being there um, what happened was uh, we were there couple hours earlier and then I was late posting the picture so ah. that's what happened there well in the picture you're looking at a menu so we assumed you were still there um, <laughs> it's not the case um, I'm sorry so we, ch we checked in and we went to I don't remember what else we did. <laughs> did we do anything else, or did we go right? Oh, no, we had dinner. We, yeah, we, yeah, we had dinner, and we and Ethan's first time ever at a Waffle House. Scottish mother oh. covered yeah. top, top dice pepper captain now country. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Uh, yeah, it was. It was. I mean, I, I, it was. It was good. Um, I was happy to try it. I. I, I didn't dislike it. Um, so then we got to the venue and so so I guess this venue is is like in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> like, yeah, it really is. <laughs> like we're driving and I feel like we're driving through people's backyards to get there. So uh, it was uh, it was yeah it was out there in the middle of nowhere. So so when they say it's like in the middle of nowhere, it's in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> so I have a question: Is this the most remote venue you guys have ever seen out at? I'd have to think about that, but it's possible. <laughs> I don't know how to quantify how remote yeah, no, it is. You know? remote, yeah, it's it's definitely one of the stranger ones I've seen. Yeah, Alex, there's a swimming pool in here. <laughs> <laughs> definitely over there. Well, we didn't see Al at the this hotel, <laughs> um, but um, yeah. I, I, it might be one of the, the most remote, I guess. I mean, I was in Chattanooga, which is only about an hour from here, and people are asking, you know, you know, obviously I'm not from t Tennessee, and they're like, what are you doing here? And I'd mention the show and uh, Pelham, and they're like, oh, I've never heard of Pelham. <laughs> never heard of Caverns. <laughs> like, you drove, came all the way from New York to come to a town I've never heard of? Um, so, yeah, I guess it is kind of in the middle of nowhere. Um, but, uh, yeah, we, we showed up a little early and we looked at the gift shop 
<laughs> and we started running into people immediately. Uh, we saw Allison. I didn't write any of these down. Hopefully oh, okay. you, did. you want me to write these down? Sure. So, yeah. So, I mean, as we're driving in, we see Allison and um, Anna Canada yes. hanging out uh, right in front of in front of uh, the gift shop or whatever that was. Uh, then we kind of went into the gift shop and uh, ran into... I don't know what's going on out in, in the lobby, but a lot of people oh, yeah, out there. <laughs> we are recording in the, like the lobby of the hotel. <laughs> so, so apparently a party going on that we weren't invited to. And, uh, and uh, yeah, so we ran in. I really ran into. I ran around to use the restroom and uh, ran into a uh, listener of our podcast, Isaac. Yes, it was Isaac. An amazing, amazing tacky outfit he had on. I mean, any everybody there must have seen him. Oh yeah, <laughs> he was incredible. He says actually he's been to something like thirty-seven or thirty-eight shows. So I don't, but we've never crossed paths before. Amazing, that's amazing that there's somebody out there. That I know. Been to that many shows that we have not crossed. That's paths incredible. Before. So I I wasn't with you at the bathroom, but while you were off doing your thing, I ran into Brad Harder, or uh, Hebert. Hebert. I know a guy named Brad Harder. <laughs> uh, it's late. It's it's uh, it's late, and it's also Central Time, so it's extra late. Uh, Brad Hebert, who uh, he is the creator and the runner of the podcast, the or not the podcast spreadsheet. Spreadsheet. There you go. I need notes in front of me to, <laughs> to be intelligent. Uh, so it was really cool to meet him and his friend Jeremy, uh, and it was really cool. Yeah, getting to chat with him and. Uh, that was his, I think it's his first show of the, the tour, so uh, he was really excited to check it out. And I know he's been kind of avoiding our uh, bonus <laughs> episodes because he didn't want too many spoilers. So uh, hopefully he can start listening and tracking, you know, who's wearing drinks and <laughs> who's wearing sunglasses. Sunglasses, yeah. And yeah. So I want to also give a shout out to uh, another one of our listeners, Vincent and his wife, who Vincent gave me a nice gift uh, that his wife made, a mug, which has all Weird Al and uh, Weird Al related UHF themed mug. So thank you for that. That was very nice. Nice surprise. We saw um, our friend Jeremy Samples was there. Um, and then it wasn't too long before, I think once we got through the security, that uh, Jared, we saw you. Yeah, you. I, I got to meet you in person for the first time, and met Rocky. And um, I think you were you the one who told us about the different posters. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I, came, I came storming up. I didn't, I didn't even introduce myself. I'm like, guys, collector's alert. There's a, second, there. there's a second poster. Because <laughs> I didn't know about it, and there was. The, just like a, a standard flat print, but then there was also a, like a metallic print of foil. this poster. Or oh, foil. yeah, the foil, foil. Yeah. foil and paper, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so this venue has has uh, some cool merchandise, but they also had a, a few Weird Al theme stuff in, in the posters that Jared was just mentioning. So it had really one poster, but two different versions of it. And I don't even know how to describe it. I don't have a good picture of it with me to describe it, but. Yeah, well, I, I remember, um, I talked to Marnie a few weeks ago, I think it was actually at the New London show, that she had just gotten an email with um, this poster art. And the only thing she could remember to tell me is that uh, Emo is riding Weird Al as a dinosaur. <laughs> and that's on there. And uh, yeah, it's this really crazy um, poster where 
kind of the mouth of the cave is as Al's mouth and um, He's eating pizza and chicken or something. Yeah, there's people bringing pizza and chicken and pie, <laughs> and there's it's like an outer space themed. It is really wacky. You guys it's out to, there. It's I, I really do have great. One question about the poster though for you, Ethan. Okay. You notice the missing quotation marks. I did notice the missing quotation marks. <laughs> yeah, I'm not thrilled about that. Um, Just making sure you saw that and still bought it. Well, <laughs> I still bought the shirts that are missing them. I just won't wear them, so I guess I can't hang these up. Um, but, you know, this is a venue making it, not, uh, uh, not uh -huh, the tour, uh -huh, so I right, give them right. a little more leeway uh, on something like that. I think um, Ethan makes up rules as he goes along. <laughs> well, you know, you'd, you'd think that Weird Al himself would have the quotes, correct. <laughs> um, but we'll, we'll talk about that when we do the follow-up merch episode. I do want to mention to uh, before I forget to mention I did also run into Brad very briefly um, when we were <laughs> actually <laughs> they, so they sell poster tubes at the uh, at the gift shop that's up above before you go in so you would think that you would, would be allowed to bring poster tubes in so I brought my own poster tube from home knowing they would have special posters here and I get wait in line to go all the way down I get right right before they're about to check to you know, you know, wand me and, and check yeah. her, you know, and the lady goes, you can't bring a poster tube in. So I had to walk <laughs> all the way back to the car and drop off the poster tube. And then, then I'm walking back. I said, I'm not waiting in line again. I already did. So I cut the line. And as I'm wow. on the line, uh, Brad, I ran into Brad. So I did get to, to say hi to oh, Brad very briefly. <laughs> he said he's actually going a couple more shows. So I'll have another opportunity to talk to him a little bit longer. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That'll be good. Um, did we see anyone else? Uh, once we got in, once we got our posters yeah. purchased and plasticed and tubed, because we did buy the tubes once we went in there. Uh, that's when we saw you, Jason. Uh, yeah, and you. So, Jason, you got your posters. Yes. Um, it was great. Uh, Sixty bucks for the the foil, forty dollars for the paper one, and I didn't see anything different uh, on the merch booth. I saw Jim and Steve's albums both for sale. Still 15 for Jim, still 10 for yep. Steve. It looked like everything was there. Yeah, seems the usual. All yeah, nothing, nothing different except for the posters. Um, so I'm heading back to the seat, to my seat, and I see, and I have the two poster tubes uh, hanging in a in a plastic bag. And someone starts grabbing at the plastic bag and, and starts trying to like like take my posters and I'm like turn around and it's the tour manager Melissa King. Oh wow! <laughs> so she obviously knew uh, she was playing. She obviously recognized me and was just playing around. So she so I this is the first time I got to see her on this tour. So oh really? Far, so I. It's nice to get to see her. We chatted for a little bit. It was funny. She's like, "I gotta go this way," and, and I said, "Okay, I think I go going this way because Ethan had left, walk, started walking." So we walk, and all of a sudden, like we like ran into each other again. Like <laughs> whatever way she went, and I went, we merged back together. Oh, that's so, funny. So yeah, ended up talking to her for a little bit. Uh, well, that was uh, that was nice to get to chat with her. Well, before I ran into you and Melissa, I just wanted to drop my stuff off, and then I wanted to just go hit the bathroom before the show. So I dropped off my stuff, and then immediately I run into you and Melissa. So we stand, and we're talking to Melissa for a few minutes. And then I was like, all right, great. Now I can go to the bathroom and get back and get settled. And then, like, not even 10 feet past that, um, Jeremy Samples is there with uh, our new friend, Isaac. Yep. Isaac. And uh, so I, I stopped my, you know, my train to the bathroom and uh, <laughs> say hi to those guys. 
<laughs> and then I start walking, and then Dave, you start calling me, and I turn around, and, and you're like, oh, they want to get a picture. So I was like, okay, uh, I'll hold it for a few more seconds. And so came back, took the picture. Then finally I was uh, just about to the bathroom, and I hear, Ethan! I was like, oh, who is calling me now? And it was Steve. Steve J. Steve J. What a guy. Uh, so he was just walking in. And uh, so I talked to him. And, and then I got to finally go to the bathroom. And I got back to my seat, like, just before Emo started. That's funny. Yeah, we're walking back to seat. And uh, there's no backstage area. This is a cave. I mean, I don't know if we've mentioned that or not. But this is like a cave. And uh, well, I'm sure we'll talk a little bit about the stage, but there's like a little I don't side. Think we area. did mention it. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a cave, right? So <laughs> a literal, naturally occurring underground cave. And so there's a little like so there's no backstage area. There's no backstage of a cave apparently. So like they had like <laughs> the, the band there was set off to the side and like had all like the little like um, I don't even know what you call them the boxes and road stuff cases. That, yeah, the road cases that they keep every all the equipment in as like kind of a, a makeshift wall. Yeah. But you can kind of see through and I, not like I was spying on that, but I kind of caught Bermudas <laughs> through one of the cracks in the road cases and so I stood there <laughs> long enough to, for him to to look through the crack and see me. So. <laughs> I did get to wave through Bermuda, to Bermuda through the, the crack in the road cases. Yeah, that reminds me, when I was walking back, I saw El Maestro himself, and I waved to him. And then, yeah, I, I waved to Bermuda once you found him. And then, actually, before, um, or maybe that was actually after Emo that it, that, that all happened. That might have been, I don't remember. Um, so we'll talk about Emo briefly. Emo, oh, JW took the stage right about 8 o'clock, I think. Well, I I wrote eight. It was funny. My, my, I was looking at my my Fitbit watch, and it hadn't updated for the time change yet, so I'm an hour off on everything. But oh. according to this, so I've subtracted an hour. Mine for, <coughs> mine's an, mine's an I'll change to Eastern time somehow. Yeah. Oh, jeez. So, so uh, I wrote down that JW came out at 8.57, which would really be 7.57. Uh, According to my Fitbit watch. Oh, really? Watch. Yeah. And then Emo, Fitbit, what does your Fitbit watch say it's, now? It's, it's synced. Oh, it says it? Uh, 137. Okay. So it's, it syncs to my, my phone. So I don't know how I got eight then. I guess I was kind of like. You might have been estimating. Yeah. And uh, then Emo. <laughs> somebody. <laughs> so what JW, he's trying to introduce Emo. Somebody yelled out, Emo! I don't know if you guys picked that yeah. up. And he kind of got flustered. <laughs> it was kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> Jay Bucchubby was thinking like, how did they know? <laughs> <laughs> so the emo came out at 8.59, a.k.a. 7.59. When, uh, when JW left the stage, it kind of, since there was no backstage and their sort of like bunker area with all the road cases was on our side, everyone had to walk by us. I was running the, the edge on the aisle on Steve's side. So when JW left the stage, I high-fived him. Cool. I don't know if you caught that, I Dave. Did, did not. <laughs> um, what did you guys think of emo set tonight? He, on fire. I like the. I really liked his uh, ad lib with the security guy in the aisle. Yeah. Uh, and unfortunately, Madeline, being nine years old, did not get most of his humor. <laughs> <laughs> the I'll finer nuances. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I thought Emo was great I tonight. Thought, yeah, I thought this was probably his best set he ever, and he had totally had the audience. Yeah, and there were a bunch of new jokes game. too. I noticed great. a bunch of new ones and uh, some changes to the old ones, and yeah, I thought it was great and yeah, very was vocal awesome. audience. He was awesome. Yeah, a lot of very specific jokes about 
playing to a cavern. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I noticed he did not have a beverage. And I don't know if you noticed this, anyone, but at the end of his set, he took the microphone and stuffed it in his pocket. I keep missing that. You keep missing that. that. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't see him do that in Evansville the other night. I hadn't seen him do it since the Vanity Tour, the last one. Sorry. Talk louder, just so they hear you. Well, hopefully they heard you. Um, okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that was, I always love when uh, when he uses my idea. <laughs> <laughs> so Emo wrapped up at, ninth, at uh, 9.32, a.k.a. 8.32. So it was 9.32 burrito burrito time, yes. but local time, it was 8.32. Um, is there a time for that, or is that like there is, we is call it the, time? Yeah, it's twine ball. Actually, yes. you got it. It's twine ball time. <laughs> yep, world famous twine. Whatever, baseball twine ball time. <laughs> You're thinking world famous yeah, Albuquerque holiday in confused, time. confused. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Followed by Hollywood Star time. That's right. Um, so the show started eight forty seven. AKA 947. <laughs> if your watch was wrong. Uh, it was funny because we were sitting, uh, at least where Ethan and I were sitting, we were sitting off way off to the side on, on Ruben's side of the stage, if you will. And it was like right next to where their dressing room area is. So like the entire band had to walk right by us to get up on stage. That was yeah. really cool. <laughs> yeah, and before uh, they came out, I could see Al back there. Actually, I just saw people like, turning around like taking pictures of something i'm like oh i wonder what they're taking pictures of and it was just al just sitting there like <laughs> waiting to go on well it was funny i heard uh like sometime before emo came out that they were still trying to figure out how to get al into the cave unnoticed oh oh really so <laughs> <laughs> wow yeah there's not a there's not a secret back way it's there's one way in and one way out so <laughs> Yeah. So where were you sitting? Uh, yeah, where, where was everyone else sitting? We were in the aisle seat on row R, I guess about halfway back. Okay. Which yeah. band member side? Uh, sort of this, this Jim West side. Oh, okay. But we're actually, the way it curved, it was like almost in front of Steve, Steve J. Oh, okay. Because yeah. <laughs> the aisle kind of went at a, like an awkward angle. Okay. Yeah, did we mention when we were inside of a cave? <laughs> <laughs> Everything's not really necessarily straight. Yeah, things yeah. were not where they usually were. I'm sure we'll get to it, but like Ruben was like back in like the middle of like, I don't know where he was. <laughs> he was, like he was back a little bit further than I yeah. would have thought, especially for the last man. Yeah, he was in a dungeon or something back there. <laughs> and uh, you guys, where are you? We were in the front row. Oh, nice. <laughs> front row. Al was just Slightly to our right. Yes. Wow. Yes. So slightly on the gym side yes. of the front row. Very. So cool. they were the rich people that he was talking about. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. By local standards. Right. Of course. Of course. Um, was it kind of quick between Emo and Al this time though? They've definitely gotten that time down. That it was, was like real. It was like, about 15 minutes. My wife and Madeline went to the bathroom, and I did not have time to go. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, 15 minutes. Yeah. 15. It's, it was 20 at the beginning of the tour, but they whatever they have to do, they must have just cut that yeah. time down. Or the stage was so small they didn't have to change so much. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's uh, that's a fly. So. Madeline's <laughs> oh. gonna kill a fly for us. Um, Al took the stage, and usually. When I've seen um, them not start with Fun Zone, usually Al just kind of 
takes the stage and starts, but he said, hello, Pelham. Yeah. And then he started. Yep. I did fly. You did or did not? Didn't. The fly got away. For those keeping track at home, <laughs> the fly is at large. Um, so and this is my sixth vanity show, and I've still not heard funds on the vanity show. Really? Really? <laughs> really? Wow. Are you going tomorrow? Yes. Tom tomorrow. You'll probably hear it tomorrow. Wow. Probably tomorrow. Um, it's crazy. Six so, shows, no, no funds on Wow. Wow. So hello, Pelham. And then they played Bob. Bob. That's right. And so as soon as Al came out, I realized that he was wearing the same shirt that you are wearing, Jared. Yes. So I would love for you to tell us how that happened. I'm not 100% on this. Uh, <clears throat> right before the, a day before the tour started, Al posted a picture of his Hawaiian shirt closet, his locker that uh, he's brought with him on tour. <clears throat> and I noticed the sleeve of this particular one pointing out and I'm like, that's the one I gave him on the last vanity tour. I believe I was in Fargo. Oh, cool. So, um, <clears throat> so I made a comment. Can you please wear this at uh, the first Pelham show? So I wore it just in case. So we had matching shirts. <laughs> nice. But uh, coincidentally, yeah, I, yeah, I don't know if it's because of my message or if it was just a coincidence. Right. But, <laughs> very cool. Well, so I'll tell you how I described it and how I've described it in the past because I did see him wear it once before on this tour already. I just say it's a black Hawaiian shirt with rainbow flowers. What would you, like seeing it up close, like you're right next to me, it looks completely different. <laughs> it is a primarily green shirt with I would call these frog pictographs. Yeah, they're Oh, they're frogs. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Actually, when I gave wow. this... Wow. And I still going to see frogs. <laughs> well, actually, when I... I think I, I might see some frogs. <laughs> when, I, when I gave it to Al, I said, I know you like some, a little more subdued colors nowadays. Like, it seems to be that's what he's wearing. But uh, I figured this one was still kind of zany and left to center with the frogs, but it's not so bright that it, you know, burns your corneas. Right. So, he seemed to appreciate that. <laughs> and he wears it all the he time. He wears it, so yeah. I must like it. And I know we've mentioned your Instagram. Uh, is it Weird Al Prince? Yes. So yes. at Weird Al Prince, Jared has an insanely awesome collection of Weird Al. Um, I, I get it, not Weird Al the Hawaiian shirts, but the Hawaiian shirts that Weird Al also has. Is that how you would describe it? Yes. Yes. I, identical Hawaiian shirt prints that Al has worn. And I will say there's a lot of them on there, but it's taken me almost 20 years to find them all. So. It's not a easy hunt. <laughs> yeah, because it's not. We all have to collect some things. Yes. <laughs> we all can't get everything like some people here. <laughs> um, the other note I, I took right at the beginning is that Steve had his sunglasses on. He did, inside, inside, underground, in a cave. <laughs> I asked him about that once. Can't, can't you see anything? And he's like, I see everything. <laughs> How? Um, what were sunglasses colored? That sounds like my sunglasses. All right, does anyone have anything about Bob before we talk about post-Bob? The only thing I have about Bob was 
the, it's probably the one show for the vanity tour that I was kind of missing, like the back screen. Because it'd be nice to have like the video for that video, the music that, video, the for music Bob. video for the, the Bob video, yeah. playing behind right. it. So, so my nine-year-old daughter could understand the palindrome effect right. a little bit right. better. Right. Good thing he didn't sing it backwards. <laughs> I know. <laughs> we will have to explain this song to you. You have to show her the music video. The, yes. yes. The, the official, official music video. video. <laughs> <laughs> Dave has steam coming out of his ears. <laughs> um, so after Bob, uh, Al talked about how um, he asked his booking agent to book him two nights in a cave. <laughs> Yeah, he, he said, uh, you know, before this tour started, I talked to my booking agent, and uh, he said, you know, I don't care if we play Carnegie Hall, Lincoln Center, but make sure we play two nights in a cave. <laughs> <laughs> and then... Um, and dreams do come true. Yes. <laughs> and then he said, let's hear it for emo, and he said... Uh, I don't know if you have the exact yeah. verbiage, Dave. Uh, basically, uh, I don't have the exact verbiage, but basically said that he found emo in a cave. Yeah. Many, a, few, <laughs> a few years ago. Um, so after after that, um, talked about... Um, actually, I don't remember how he even introduced... Yeah, he just said they had, the next song was something... It's something along the lines of the next song is about the uh, greatest human that ever lived, Charles Nelson Riley. So we got CNR. Yeah, and you know, while Al was kind of doing his uh, um, his little spiel about uh, emo and, and the booking in the cave, as soon as Bob ended, Ruben stood up and like started walking around. Huh. I don't think he knew where to go <laughs> for him being off stage. Oh yeah, it's, it's I was so, wondering where they went. <laughs> yeah, because Ruben like was kind of walking around with his hands up, like he didn't know where to go. Um, <laughs> So, Ruben and Steve usually are off stage for a CNR. Because I was going to ask about that. Because during during the during the change in between songs, Madeline realized she left a rock in the bathroom that she got it from the gift shop. The song was coming up, and that's my wife's favorite song. So I'm like, okay, where are they? Where are they? Where are they? So I missed what was going on with Ruben. Uh, okay, okay. Ruben and, and Steve. Yeah. So I don't know where Ruben ended up going, but S Steve just sort of hung out on the backstage backstage stage left and just kind of watched the song, which was, you know, I, we never really know what Steve and Ruben do when they go backstage. Who are those people? The keyboard guy and the bass guy. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. um, and it was also during uh, CNR, I noticed the megaphone uh, on Al's little table, so I figured that they were probably playing Skipper Dan. Hmm. So that was my guess. Um, <laughs> we'll see if you're right. And tell me if you guys noticed, but for the uh, making sweet, sweet love to a manatee, I did not notice Al do a pelvic thrust tonight. There was a little oh, bit of a... Uh, yeah, was there? He did. He did. Okay. <laughs> he did it, was, it was at least the arms on the pelvic thrust. Okay, okay. Maybe not the thrust. I picked it up, yep. All right, well, that's why we have to have people sitting all over the venues. Especially from the front row. <laughs> right. Hard to miss from the front row, that's, that's for sure. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, my comments on this one is I really like the uh, awesome red lights that were for this one. And uh, then I still was wondering where the heck Steve and Andrew Ben went. <laughs> I was, uh, I will say for most of the show, I was too just blown away. Because I, I don't, haven't sat that close for many shows, so it's all a blur to me. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I'm not sure what I wrote here. We're moving on to the next song. Because, uh, yeah, Al picked up the his, accordion. He said, and the crowd went crazy. They yelled, woo! <laughs> they always do. And um, he said he was uh, known for two things on this one. And I think he's used this joke before. Yeah. Uh, but he said he was self-aware. And he, because he's self-aware, yeah. he knows he's known for these two things. He's known for his accordion. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what he said. <laughs> Did you write it down, Dave? I no, mean, it's, it's, a, it's the, the same, same one. one that he's you know, the, the sexual, yeah. whatever. Um, yeah, we have a nine-year-old. <laughs> just repeating what Al said. Um, Generic blues. Yes. Um, and as soon as this song started, I, it, and I wrote down exactly like what, my, what I said it to myself in my mind, I said, ooh, I love the blue lights on this song. The, the lights that for this song were, were incredible, I thought. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I wrote the word bowling down, but I wrote the word bowling down too. Oh, <laughs> maybe I feel like going bowling at some point. No, I get. I think at the end uh, when when oh when Al was really uh, when when you know when they're doing the part where you know I'd rather go bowling or I think I'll go bowling at the end of the song, put on a stupid looking shirt and go bowling. I thought that that was that he really kind of emphasized. <laughs> they, yeah. they make it like that one. That seemed a little different to me than it had yeah. in the past. No, definitely. Yeah. There was also a little bit of a lyric uh, flub, I guess. Um, the song goes, "I woke up this morning, then I went back to bed," and he said, "I woke up this morning, then I went right to bed." Hmm. Did not pick that up. Good catch. Yeah, I was gonna say something about that. I couldn't remember specifics, but yeah. Um, and I think it was somewhere in this song that I started like noticing the lights that you were talking about. Yeah. But there's a spotlight that was like somewhat on Ruben, or Ruben, excuse me, where you could see like his silhouette on the back wall yeah, throughout, so throughout cool. the show. The whole show you could see Ruben like like his silhouette like, up on the yeah, like a ten foot Ruben looking yeah. over everybody. <laughs> <Very> cool. <laughs> Very cool. That was cool. Yeah, I, I could see everybody in the band from where we we're sitting, except I, I could not see Bermuda behind his drum set. I could see the drum set, but I could no. not see him. Yeah, I could see like the side of Ruben a little bit. It wasn't, I didn't have a great view of Ruben, but yeah, it was hard to see Bermuda. Mm -hmm. um, so after Generic Blues, uh, Al went into his whole, you know, I have a new movie coming out, you know, that whole thing. He said he just watched a locked copy yeah, the, locked, yeah, locked cut of the movie. Locked cut of the movie, yeah. and he said it's really good. Yeah. It looks really good. That's cool. So he tried to tease that he wanted to play the song that he wrote for the movie, but he couldn't. Sign an NDA. Of course. So he would play his song but he, from his They did a little little bit of symbol, a little kind of fake out. Not a full fake out. Up, but like a little, little bit. A little tiny of, bit of symbols fake out. Uh, and then, of course, then they played the theme song to Al's first film. UHF. Yeah. And I think it was UHF that I started noticing that they were lighting up the back wall. Oh, now um, you know, that's when you noticed it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wasn't sure if they were doing like the effects because I, I don't think they had any of the like um, interesting little shapes. Oh, they did. They did. They did yeah. before UHF? Oh, before I don't know. Oh, before the, none of the songs really have anything yeah. the lighting before that. Well, I guess yeah. at that point, I, I wasn't sure what the capabilities were going to be in a cave. Uh, so I wasn't sure. So I was really happy to see they had the, the really cool kind of, it reminds me of like a static TV yeah. 
uh, lights for you yeah. and Jeff. The, the, yeah, nice orange lights and the yellow, like I call them TV lights, but yeah, you're right. Yeah. It's like Big all TV. over the, the rocks on the back wall. They look, they look amazing. The lights really look cool in this place. Mm-hmm. And, and I guess we'll get to it, but I feel like, uh, I feel like there's a couple of songs that the lights really shined on that, that I felt like they could have, you know, had, that they really used the entire cave. I mean, for this, yeah. For, yeah, for, for this one, uh, for these, you know, some of these songs, they were just kind of using the back wall and stuff, but for some songs, they were using like the entire cave, which looked amazing. Yeah, I have noticed that. Okay. <laughs> Madeline noticed that. <laughs> and um, I could really pick up, uh, I, I don't know if Steve's microphone was louder, I just was listening for it, but I could really pick up Steve's vocals tonight. Yes, yeah, I, I'm not sure if it was louder or just the shape of the cave, but yeah. um, I could pick up Steve's vocals a lot. Yeah, particularly this song, but like uh, throughout the throughout the night. Yeah, I could I could definitely hear different things. Yeah. Um, you know, it was a, a richer sound. Um, actually, talking to Steve before the show, um, when I was trying to go to the bathroom, <laughs> uh, he I asked him how it sounded when he did sound check earlier, and he said he loved it. He said it reminded him of uh, playing in a cathedral because of all the stone uh, reflecting the sound. So um, it was cool. It's not something, you know, you don't usually have stone in like a performing arts center where you're seeing Al. So uh, I thought it was great. I, I liked the, um, the subtle differences that I got to hear. Anybody right. else, anything about UHF they would like to add? Moving on. Moving on. Moving on. Al said um, he likes to support charity, uh, so he picked up the phone for the uh, the sick and dying record industry. <laughs> he called, uh, mentioned hooligans. That's right. I lo- he screamed hooligans. He screamed hooligans. <laughs> I love. I love my hooligans. I love that um, word. I think that's scary too. <laughs> the hooligans. Oh, yeah. I was talking about that. <laughs> yeah, he did. Uh, he did also yell that in uh, Evansville the other night. Yeah, the hooligans. The hooligans. Good. Love yes. it. Um, and he mentioned uh, Bill uh, Plimpton yeah. doing the video for this. And then he was about to start, and then he mentioned. He told the story about um, MTV censoring. Yeah. Don't download the song. And um, then he said, "I hope you enjoy." The uncensored, dirty, <laughs> filthy song. <laughs> What's interesting is 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 uh, when he was talking about it being centered on MTV. I mean, he said that if you still go, it's still centered on their site, and I didn't even know they had the video up on their site. No. So I'm gonna have to check that out. I didn't either. I, yeah, I, I, you gotta download that. I they have Bob on their site. <laughs> I, I, <doubt> <laughs> I don't see any reason why they would. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, the song, if we didn't mention it, was Don't Download This Song. Yeah. And uh, my notes say I, 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 could, I could see Bermuda playing the chimes from where I was sitting. <laughs> nice. Cool. And I noticed that, uh, that there were people, like, you know, this is kind of one of those songs that usually people would, like, bring out their lighters for, but I haven't really been doing that that I've noticed on this I feel like yet. one show I saw people doing it. But, but yeah. so I did notice people kind of swaying, you know, uh, they're back and forth during this song, kind of swaying along to the music in lieu of lighters, I guess. And uh, a lot, I picked up a lot of people laughing, so I guess a lot of people were hearing this song maybe for the first time or, or, or in a while. <laughs> yeah, maybe I hadn't heard in a while. And uh, I'll keep going. Uh, 
Well, let me uh, open up my Coke Zero. No can tonight. Ooh. Very nice. I do have something for Go for it. Uh, did anybody get uh, Red Rocks flashbacks? Kind of just, I don't know, that one kind of put me back at Red Rocks, just the environment, you know? Oh, just, yeah. Just, oh, totally. Just yeah. kind of a nostalgic kind of feeling. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely Every a cool song. I hear it, I feel the same way. Just yeah. looking back and seeing all the phones. Just yeah. yeah, yeah, oh yeah, that yeah. was that was cool. That. that was crazy at Red Rocks. Yeah, I remember that. I teared up a little bit at that show. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> that was a cool so show. It, well, it did rain a little bit at that show, so yeah. If, yeah. if it was just rain, that's okay. <laughs> so it didn't rain inside the cave, at least. <laughs> it was raining inside the cave. I was I was yeah. getting dripped on occasionally oh. during the show. You were? Yeah. Oh wow, I didn't get any drips during the show, but especially Especially like just walking around or near the merch booth, I kept getting uh, dripped on. Yeah. Side note on that, JW did say when he was prepping for Jeopardy, if we're going to sit in the first five rows and you're going to get dripped on. <laughs> <laughs> did, did the rest of you get dripped on during the show? I did not. Uh, not me during, no. No? Mm -hmm. Just Dave. Just me. <laughs> <laughs> I picked the lucky seat, I guess. Yeah, yeah so uh, on this one, uh, I noticed that uh, Jim, Jim, uh, Jim has a certain backing vocal where he goes, you deserve it. And when he did that, he pointed at somebody in the audience. I guess he was pointing at, but he <laughs> yeah, pointed yeah. At, at the audience for that one. That was kind of cool. Yeah, I like that. And uh, I want to get pointed at. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a goal for the, the podcast. <laughs> I know, and, I'm running out of things. I need new goals. And uh, yeah, I felt this song got the loudest cheers. And uh, I know we have theme music for this, but who remembers what it is? Uh, this is my song of the night. Ba, 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 ba. Dave's song of the night. Really? Okay. Um, are you you're done, yeah, done now that you've Let's announced that? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Al said, you know what would really sound good under, you know, under, in a cave? A drum solo! <laughs> <laughs> that is a terrible idea. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh... Yeah, Bermuda just kind of barely hit the ball. I was going to say, the weakest soundtrack song, though. Oh, maybe. It was, it's the weakest drum solo I ever heard. Yeah. <laughs> like, I thought he was, like, preparing to, like, like, I thought he was, like, doing a little bit to then do something, and it never came. Yeah. <laughs> maybe he was being cautious. He, yeah, maybe he didn't want the cave to collapse with his <laughs> loud, booming My drum drums. solo. Yeah. So then, um, after the drum solo, I don't think Al really introduced no, this song. I think they went right into it. I'll sue you. I'll sue you. And Dave, usually when, when he does the line about New Jersey, yes. I do a thumbs up. Yeah. Because... You know, I'm I'm from New York. You're, you're from New, you're from New Jersey, but I felt because we are out of the up, you know, the northeast area, um, I need to have some northeast pride. So I booed. Thank you tonight. Oh. I booed Thank you. and I did two thumbs down for Thank the New you. Jersey. Thank line. you. Thank you. Oh, oh. I make I apologize for everything I've ever said bad about you. <laughs> Well, next time I'll have to give the thumbs up. <laughs> Get out of here. No, I did. Of course, I represented New Jersey. I booed loudly and put my thumb down. Jackie, sitting next to me, my wife, again, she did the same. 
<laughs> I only saw you do one thumb down, Dave. I did so two I only, thumbs I down. Do, oh, well, I did. I, I always do one thumb down. Guy has to do it two get, my, times. <laughs> get, get my point across with one thumb. <laughs> well, we hit at least three in our row. Um, yeah, there's a lot of this one. I don't know if you guys did put your thumbs down. You should if you if, if you haven't. And boo loudly. For future reference, Dave. I will. Thank you, thank okay. you, Jared. <laughs> And uh, I did notice a, a very uh, active crowd tonight. A lot of people headbanging, and uh, a few people even pumping their fists for this. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty cool. And Jared was right about the light show for that song. Yeah. It was incredible and insane, and just yeah, the the the, the oh, the so much light of yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, the the lady next to me. Well, she was a seat down uh, next to whoever she was with, but. Most of that song, she's sitting there covering her eyes. Oh, yeah. Oh. So she may maybe light sensitive or something. So. Right. Or maybe she just was so upset about the New, New Jersey, Jersey line. <laughs> she was crying and she was just been. covering her face. She was embarrassed. I'm pretty sure that's what it was. That's probably what it was. I'm not light sensitive. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> I can stare into light. <laughs> um... Al said something after this song, and I didn't know what it was, so I just put question marks. And I was hoping you wrote it down before yeah, not, he started Not word for word, but yeah, he said a while back someone uh, decided that there was a 13th Horace. No, I did write that down. He said something before that. Oh. Did I? Okay, yeah, obviously. Does anyone remember? <laughs> I don't I don't. Well, if Dave and I don't know, and you guys don't know, he didn't say anything. I, I don't Officially. remember saying anything. Okay, yeah, but yes. <laughs> All right, we're in agreement. But yes, yeah, so yeah, so yeah, so a while back, uh, someone decided that there was a thirteenth horoscope sign, and uh, he said uh, it caught on as well as the metric oh, that's system. Right. Did. <laughs> the thirteenth sign caught on as well as the metric system did. Uh, and then, of course, we got to hear your horoscope for today. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. And I. Sometimes, you know, when I'm listening to a, a song 36 times in concert, I start um, thinking about the lyrics deep, more deeply than maybe I have in the past. Yeah. And so I had one of those thoughts tonight, and I wanted to get everyone's opinion here. When I hear the line um, where he talks about shoving a roll of duct tape up his nose during the driver's test... I've always pictured him trying to shove an entire intact roll of duct tape up your nose, but I realized tonight that he could mean that the guy unpeels it and then puts the strand up his nose. So I'm curious, you know, what you guys have always pictured for this song. And the entire roll just crammed up his nose. That's what I've intact. always pictured. Intact. Yes. yes. Okay. Doesn't he say a roll, though? Yeah. yeah but he could do, 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 do it intact. Because... What in UHF where like uh, Stanley Spadowski pulled the? <laughs> but wasn't that like a folded up like piece of like napkin straw or something? Oh, I don't know. I, if I'm not mistaken, that so that he could yeah. be getting influence from that. So, but what do? <laughs> but when you hear that song, do you picture an entire yeah. roll going up? Yeah, or, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. But do you, now that I had that revelation that it could have been the no. strand. I no. think it's going to be the strand and coming like all the way through to clear out the sciences. <laughs> <laughs> trying to collect everything. 
I mean, that's the only way you're going to get it up there, so I mean, that, that's <laughs> the only bloody. option. Without <laughs> getting a bloody nose. <laughs> right. Ethan, you're onto something. All right. Without <laughs> a bloody nose. Well, I'm curious. Trust me. I've I am... had plenty of them. <laughs> I do not like it. Yeah, bloody noses are not fun. Um, but I, I do wonder, when Al wrote the song, what was he picturing? Was it... <laughs> Was he thinking what we all initially think, or I don't was know? Was he thinking of a different object? <laughs> and uh, I know we've talked about it in the past where Jim does double Al on the second half of the like really long part. Yeah. And Al did take an extended breath today, so <laughs> it was necessary to have Jim singing that. Yeah, I, I I actually made some notes on that fast part in the middle there too. I said I thought that Al really nailed it tonight. I thought it was was really well done. Yeah, I thought, I thought you did a good job on it. <coughs> and then I did notice so, that uh, a few people were screamed along with Al as he yelled, kill them. <laughs> <laughs> so that was pretty cool. I feel like on earlier in the tour, they were using like a sound bite for kill them. But for um, the last couple um, horoscopes I've seen, it's Al. I was thinking, I yeah, I don't know. Being Al. I don't, I don't know. Not aware of them using sound clips for that, but maybe they did to enhance it. But I think we, I mean we've certainly out. seen other things change up um, just from the first couple shows. Um, yeah, because I think his voice changed to me. <laughs> you think his voice changed? Uh-huh. And it was him saying it. Yeah. Then but we're in agreement. <laughs> um, so then, before the next song, he told a story that I've heard him tell in the past, but I hadn't heard him tell it on this tour yet, which was about how he wrote One More Minute. Mm-hmm. About um, his girlfriend broke up with him, and she found a new guy, and Al said, what about him? And she said, he's funny, he makes me laugh. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> oh, who's laughing now, huh? Yeah. Yeah, so the song is One More Minute, and uh, <laughs> I guess we're going to talk about toenail clippings, because <laughs> <laughs> there's the lights in the background now, now that there are those crescent moons, they are, just look like toenail clippings. Ever since I mentioned, <laughs> ever since I mentioned they look like toenail clippings, Dave, that's all you can see, right? You can't unsee it. And so the toenail oh, clippings are, yeah, now you guys are going <laughs> to see toenail clippings. <laughs> So even, even on the cave wall, you saw toenail clippings? So I saw, well, yeah, so the toenail clippings, but the, the, the way that the, the toenail clippings were moving around, it made a really cool effect on the rocks. It looked like the rocks were moving. It looked really cool. It, it looked like the rocks were moving. So in this one, it was acceptable to see the toenail clippings <laughs> up on the wall. And uh, I, it, seeing the toenail clipping lights reminded me about how earlier, after checking in, I found a big pile of toenail clippings oh. on the floor of my hotel oh. room, uh, which is pretty gross. Oh, gross. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> hell yeah, that was great. <laughs> um, after the song, uh, following up from his story about uh, the woman who broke up with him, he said, we don't talk much anymore, I wonder why. <laughs> yeah, she said, yeah, she didn't think this song was funny either. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Didn't that one have some pretty interesting lighting too? Or am I thinking of a different song? The, 
You're thinking of the toenail clippings, yeah. The toenail clippings. No, like song. where they would, they just lit up Al, and Jim and Steve were kind of more in the dark, and they would light up Al at certain. I don't know if that's this. Are you thinking? You, you might be thinking of Doggy Dog. That's it. Yeah. Sorry. I Spoilers. I could not remember him. <laughs> <laughs> Frank could edit it out. I um, so then Al said, are you ready to rock? <laughs> and then everyone's like, yeah. And he's like, well, we weren't planning, but I was uh, planning I on rocking. I didn't say yes. You didn't say yes. <laughs> I think the majority of people did say yes. He said he wasn't planning on it, but he supposed he would. But then before committing to rocking, he did ask Jim. <laughs> and I uh, said, Jim, are you ready to rock? And Jim looked at his watch and he said, uh, I suppose so. (laughs) (laughs) And for those about to rock, we salute you. And uh, the song was Young, Dumb, and Ugly. But before the uh, lyrics started, the lights were really cool. Yeah, so I have that down. This is the song I was talking about earlier where I felt the lights were... This is probably the best light of the... Well, maybe there's another song that was pretty good lighting too but with this uh as song they had these like circle lights that were kind of like these lights that were in the shape of a circle that were kind of all over the this the the ceiling of the cave and like the back wall and they were like throughout the whole thing they really this was the song that the first song um that they really used the entire cave to line at the lighting on the entire cave and yes. it looked amazing and I really wish that they had done the, it's like lighting for the entire cave for the other songs because I, I thought, yeah. thought that this one just like the lighting on this is probably the best that just blew it out of the water it was super cool was super I think there was somewhere they did light up the whole cave pretty well because I know that she mentioned the, the few times it got real pink yeah and it was probably way before this so yeah, yeah I really <laughs> liked it but it had pink it's my favorite color <laughs> So yeah, this is a, this is one that they certainly took advantage of the whole cave with the lighting on it for sure. And I thought this was amazing the lighting on this one. Um, Ruben was really having a good time during the song. He was really rocking out. I uh, I noticed him like smiling and really driving. And um, I did write down. I saw Al do the sign language again huh. for the t- um, our name spells trouble, but he only did it for the B E L. He did sign language for B E L. Um, and then after this song, I yelled out, El Maestro. <laughs> I will add, uh, Young, Dumb, and Ugly is one of the three top songs for her and me from the last Vanity Tour. So oh, we cool. Were, so we were very, very, awesome. very happy. And Young, Dumb, and Ugly was one of the five songs that I didn't get to hear on the five songs. Oh, really? The five times that I went on the last Vanity Tour. So this is the first time you ever heard yes, Young, is. Dumb, and Ugly. Live. Awesome. That's great. <laughs> Yeah, and I think the, on the last tour, Al said that he never did it because it was in a key that was hard to reproduce. And he's like, oh, I can just change the key. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm so glad he did. It's such a yeah. fun song. I love uh, the key change for that song. That's, for me, that's what makes the live version just so... Oh, yeah? You know. I think I heard the live version before I heard the album version. And when I heard the album version, it was... Wow. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, I, there's no words really. <laughs> cool. It's very different. Um, at the end of the song, Al turned to Steve. He said, "Nice rocking, Steve." <laughs> <laughs> um, he said, 
Um, I know this is a pretty much a comedy show, right. <laughs> uh, but I'm gonna play a song from years back about my childhood. And oh uh, yeah, good old days. It was good old days. Good old days. That's right. That's right, Madeline. She and, likes uh, the restaurant. She likes the restaurant. There's a there's a good old days restaurant. Really, where, where oh. we live. In New Baden, Illinois, at exit 27. Wow. Oh, <laughs> nice. Wow, that's that's a very special place. I would like that, too. I like the chocolate pie. <laughs> the chocolate pie, too? Wow. Um, it, at the beginning of this song, maybe during their intro, Hawkeye was uh, the stage manager was on stage fixing something. Huh. Um, that kept that. Ruben related, I think. Um... Yeah, so interestingly, that the, this since this is a cave, okay, we haven't mentioned that, the, the floor is, is pretty flat, so, like, all the seats were at the same level, so, like, if you were, like, you know, uh, further back, you were kind of looking over people's heads, rather, like, you know, usually, like, in an auditorium or, or something, yeah. you know, and it, it, this, this floor sort of slopes up so that, you know, people in the back can kind of, are a little bit higher, and in this one, it was really pretty flat the entire... Yeah. Time. So further back you were, that you were back. looking over people, more and more people. So I didn't really. I mean, I could see the, I could see the stage perfectly fine, but you know, I couldn't see you know as if I was. If we're, but it we was kind of awkward to see like Hawkeye on stage the whole right. the, whole, yeah. the whole concert. Yeah, <laughs> there's no oh, like, side. Yeah, there's no side. Yeah, yeah, no, no side area for him to duck into. No I need to. <laughs> I need to. And I will say, too, the stage is not as high as it would be in, like, a typical theater. Oh, no, right. Yeah, the stage was also lower. In, in, yeah, that's in, true. For sure, indeed, yeah. yeah at the end of the song, uh, <laughs> he said something like, I changed the details. Yeah, because he said this was the song of his childhood. So at the end, he said, yeah, I did change a few details. Yeah. Her name was Brenda. <laughs> Her name was Brenda, not Michelle. <laughs> I think it was Brenda. Yeah, it was Brenda. It was okay. Brenda. <laughs> and then um, Al went into the kind of uh, spiel he does before <laughs> Let Me Be Your Hog, but he it was extra long to I say, yeah, yeah, this is... He, this he is went the, over over the... Even more over the top than normal, yeah, which is great. Yeah. I said the intro was much, much longer than the song. <laughs> <laughs> this is fun. That's a great observation. Yeah, but then, of course, Let Me Be Your Hog. Um... <laughs> And then uh, followed by that, I don't know if he did a, a real intro. I think no, he just went. No, he just, he just basically said, yeah. Yeah, because at the end of Let Me Be Your Hog, he says something. Well, like, oh, yeah, And yeah. the next song is. And then yeah, he pauses yeah. for laughter. And then he just went into, his next song is Dog Eat Dog. Yep. And, and into uh, Dog Eat Dog. And this is the one where, um, where Rocky was talking about the amazing lights. Mm-hmm. Yes. It was, that was different. It was really awesome. Yeah. The, the the lights going back and forth the white so like one one side from the one that like flash from straight yeah. another the, so I could see it like a silhouette owl with both sides yeah okay. yeah <laughs> that yeah. was fun I really do appreciate how they were able to kind of mimic what they did on like a poodle hat tour where it's got his shadow kind of like on the back like yeah. on the poodle hat tour it was like shining on the back uh, screen right doggy dog I didn't have any other notes on that I didn't. <laughs> it looks like I, um, when I wrote Dog Eat Dog, I wrote Dog Eat DGO. <laughs> yeah, he, uh, sitting up close, though, he was making some really 
really fun facial expressions for that one. He oh, was, cool. He was, really, he was really into that. He was cool. pretty animated, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, he was doing, uh, still doing a lot of the uh, hand gestures and, and that kind of stuff for this song. Right. I feel like he did more tonight than normal. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I could have just <laughs> been thinking about it, overthinking. It was like he was in the suit all over again, except he never left the stool. Right. Right. <laughs> I think I just have a high frequency sound. Uh-huh. There it is. Yeah, there's something that? beeping in around. Something's yeah, beeping. Because we're down here in the hotel lobby. Uh, <laughs> uh, so I was in the only one here on that. <laughs> all right, so the next one. <laughs> high frequency sound sometimes. Is, he said someone that the... <laughs> we all hear this one though. <laughs> yeah. Good. So then, I'm not going crazy. <laughs> for the uh, intro for this one, um, he said it's a cover song. It's a uh, obscure um, <laughs> Doors song. Yeah, the only song the Doors ever wrote about Craigslist. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, was this the first time you guys seen Craigslist with the? The phone call? Yes. I think I've yes. seen it some. Is he, did he play it in like a normal tour? It wasn't that long of a phone call, I don't think. But He did a, a little bit in other tours, okay. but not as extended. Not, not as this normal. extended. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was so hoping for Craigslist. It's hard for me not to pick Craigslist as my song of the night <laughs> whenever he plays Craigslist. <laughs> uh, he's just so good, and you know, he changes it up. Um, it was the Gallery 41 on Route 41 for the coffee shop. Yep. Um, this the was phone an, call was yeah, spectacular. Well, this, was, this was another one where he really used the whole venue for the lights on this one. The, light, oh, yeah. the lighting was, oh, yeah. again, it, they really took advantage of the whole cave for this one. Uh, the, the, the I don't know, psychedelic. I don't know what they are. It's, those, yeah, rainbow and psychedelic. Is. Yeah, lights on the back wall and then just on the, the yeah. Again, the back wall looked like it was moving. Yeah, it looked yeah. like it was moving yeah. again. It was really cool. The light. This one, this was probably the second best lights. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Sit, sitting up close, that back wall for this song was actually kind of disorienting. Really? Oh, yeah, sure. I can I can, t- I can imagine. <laughs> it looked awesome. So I do have a question about the phone call. This does he change that up a lot? From show to show, there's a couple like um, threads that stay in. Like usually, there's uh, you know a skull that something's being eaten out of. Usually, there's you know riding a horse. Usually, there's an American Indian. Um, but what the you know what they're doing or what the smells are, what the tastes are, that changes up. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so yeah. So tonight he said uh, it the. The Native American, the uh, American Indian, was eating a tuna fish sandwich, and then he went on this kind of whole thing about like, but I don't know if it was refriger- properly refrigerated. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was great. Yep. Yeah. So just a couple notes I wrote down. A couple. Yeah, you know, I wanted to uh, wear a jacket made from the skin of tormented souls, <laughs> and then uh, pants were uh, cotton polyester pants. Um, <laughs> There's some of the, yeah, the you mentioned the snakes, the venom, and the Texas radio. You know, uh, when I close my eyes, I see nothing. <laughs> <laughs> that beeping is driving me crazy. <laughs> we can 
figure out what it is and stop it. <laughs> yeah. And, Otherwise, I'll go crazy. And uh, then when he, when he opened his eyes and then he said something about peekaboo. I didn't, know. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't write that whole quote down. But no. About peekaboo there. And then, of course, he's talking about riding on a horse with no name. Of course, the song. The, and then, I don't know no if you name. noticed, Bermuda did a horse trot. Like, oh, I didn't notice that. With the no. uh, drumsticks, like, do-do-do-do-do-do. And did you guys pick up the part where uh, where Ruben played a little some, like, weird... Uh, yes. Oh, and Al <laughs> paused. And Al paused. He turned around and he looked at Ruben like, what the heck did you For, just like, do? ten seconds. <laughs> and then he went back to the song. Wait, what? That was funny. That was great. And then... Um, he uh, has switched up again. Um, this is the second time he didn't do, that I've seen him not do the, the mattress at the end for being a bad little boy. He did the, um, the washing his hair one. Huh. The, uh, He's changing. Lather, rinse, bad. and I did not repeat. I'm a bad little boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was great. It was so good. Um, and then, of course, Steve gets up and goes over and uh, joins Ruben on the keyboard for that song. And so as soon as I saw Steve get up right. and get handed his uh, in-ear headphones, I was just so excited that uh, Craigslist was coming. Yeah. So it's, a, it's a giveaway, but it's a nice giveaway. Yeah. That's <laughs> song, next song is going to be. Uh, but so afterwards, uh, Steve came back and Al said, welcome back, Steve. Yeah. Any Asked him to do a bass solo. He said, I know what you're waiting for. <laughs> bass solo. And it was like a really rocking extended bass solo. Yeah, oh, cool. for sure. I mean, yeah. Steve was really getting into it. And uh, Ruben, I could see in the background, started clapping along and getting the audience. Yeah, to the clap audience along. was clapping. It, it was, was really cool. Yeah, it was a, maybe the best bass solo yeah, I've seen. Definitely a but cool I bass solo. I did get scared that for, yeah, for Cave would trap us. Like, it'll barricade us. Well, luckily it didn't, but I guess we have tomorrow night to worry about that as well. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I forgot about tomorrow. I think we're fine. I think we're fine. Hopefully we are. They've done enough concerts there. I think it's good. <laughs> and then he kind of, like, extended his his bass solo into, like, the bass intro for First World Problems. Yeah. That was pretty cool. That was that was sweet. Yeah, I wonder, nice if, transition I wonder if he was planning that or if that was a decision, on, like a split yeah, decision. I don't know, but it, it was it worked really well. Because I think it's, I, I would think it's planned because I remember like in Columbia, Missouri show, like on the first Vanity Tour, when they played that song, they got the they got the audience to clap ahead of time. And I swear it was like a two minute clap <laughs> before he started playing. Very cool. But yeah. And uh, this is the first, well, I heard it in Evansville, but um, First World Problems, I love how Steve takes over the female vocal part that would be in the album. Right. That oh, no, it's Bermuda. It was Steve, too. It was Steve, too? Yeah. It's Steve. Yep. I thought it was Bermuda. Actually, I don't think Bermuda sings on that. I was watching him to see, like... I can't see Bermuda, so I don't know. Yeah. Well, at one, at one show, Al said that Bermuda was filling in for Amanda Palmer. <laughs> so I just assumed it was always Bermuda, but maybe it switched to Steve. Yeah, definitely with Steve this All right, with I tonight. To, I have to pay attention better. Definitely with Steve tonight. I hope they played Bermuda tomorrow Bermuda too, I couldn't see it. <laughs> yeah, it was cool though. Um, yeah. So I picked up his accordion again, and 
and can't really read my writing here, but sometimes it stays important to stay informed. Yep, and he said it's America's number one leading news source, <laughs> Midnight Star. That's right, he only gets his news from the Midnight Star. <laughs> and uh, that was a great song. I always love hearing that. Brings me back to listening to In 3D as a little kid. And um, I think there were toenail light lights again. <laughs> <laughs> I think those are in Midnight Star. I love toenail <laughs> And then... Um, he got his idea for this next song, uh, oddly enough, at Disney World, Disneyland. And he said, uh, t talking about the skipper, you know, who he uh, who had made an off offhand joke about, you know, being a trained actor or something. Um, he Al said, I don't know if he knows I uh, <laughs> wrote Skipper Dan about him. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, then we went to... Well, Ethan, Ethan leaned over to me and, uh, and said, look for the waterfall light. There's certain waterfall lights uh, in this song. I keep, I keep telling you, and then last time <laughs> they played it, they didn't have the lights and then you were like were you lying to me i was like no i saw the lights so so i, I reminded you and everything dave i saw the waterfall did everyone see the waterfall anyone see the waterfall when when he says uh the back side of water line the back gets lit up like a waterfall i think i saw that in evansville but yeah, I don't think I wasn't paying attention to the lighting this time around. I was paying very close attention. I, I don't think I paid attention to the lighting as much as y'all did. Okay, <laughs> sorry. I, I was only paying attention to the lighting. That's okay. Well, I must have had my yeah. eyes closed. I must have been looking at, uh, <laughs> at, what? at my notebook or what? something because I missed. No, no, I saw it. I you saw, saw it. it. It was amazing. It was. It's really great, it's right? Cool. It's a great yeah. effect. It's a cool effect. Look for that if anybody is. Uh, goes and sees, uh, Sk sees Skipper Dan coming up on the set list. Uh, and I was right when I saw the uh, the megaphone at the beginning of the yeah, show. The Tell Skipper Dan. Mm -hmm. when, uh, definitely look for the waterfall lighting effect if it's there for the show that you're at. It's fun. Uh, um, next song was a B-52's pastiche. Said to squint at uh, Jim and Steve. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so they look like uh, the lead singers. <laughs> look like and they're it, women with uh, beehive hairdos. <laughs> and of course it was Mr. Popeil. Yeah. And then Al said he wanted to tell a story. Well, uh, let me talk a little bit about Mr. Oh, Popeil. Oh, sure. So again, uh, another lighting thing that Jason wasn't paying attention to. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> this uh, the the back wall uh, was kind of lit up with his green, and the band was a was a purple lighting on it. Yeah, it looked yeah. really cool. And it's certainly, and I love that effect. I've seen that at other shows, but that's a really cool effect. But the band is a different that, color than the back of the wall. My only thing that I can remember now is the toenail lighting. <laughs> You're going to look for that tomorrow night, aren't you? <laughs> You're going to see that forever. <laughs> Cannot unsee. Um, so after Mr. Popeil, Al said uh, he's going to tell a story. As they started playing um, the yeah. twine, you know, biggest ball twine in Minnesota music. That's right. He said he's going to tell a story about a cave in Pelham, Tennessee, <laughs> uh, where people congregate. To hear live music. Where it's cold and musky. <laughs> musty or musky, I don't know yeah. what he said. 
And then he said, oh, I don't know any stories like that. <laughs> hey, that's going to be his next song. Maybe. Maybe. I hope he writes one. I would love to hear a new one. <laughs> this is funny because uh, before in the car ride up, we were kind of like uh, playing a little game to see uh, which uh, songs were going to be played. And uh, throughout the whole sh show, uh, a lot of the choices that Jackie picked were not being played. Um, so her, she really was, she had her her bet was on uh, Albuquerque being played tonight. <laughs> well, because she had, uh, she has her, what, Alligator Ranch? Well, yeah, she didn't wear it. She's, farm she's an alligator shirt. farm shirt, but she didn't wear it tonight. Uh, but she was going to. She was she, going to, but then she thought so strongly that Albuquerque would be played that she was going to wear it tomorrow. Right. And she guessed wrong. But Dave and I, we both guessed for... Uh, well, her alligator farm would have been for the biggest ball of twine, so she would have guessed, guessed correctly. No, she, was, she wanted to wear that shirt for the night he played it of these two. Oh, right, right, She right, guessed right. incorrectly. right. So I'm wearing my Discover Darwin shirt, so I, I correctly predicted uh, the biggest ball of twine there. So Jackie was audibly, jokingly, of course, upset <laughs> that, that, that uh, they did not play Albuquerque. And Ethan's like, you're probably the only person in the whole place who are upset that they played the biggest ball of twine. Tell me a clip. I want to throw out a question to everybody here because... Uh, you know, obviously he talks about uh, diet chocolate soda, and uh, we're big soda fans on this podcast. I'm wondering if anybody's actually ever tried diet chocolate soda. Not I don't diet. like soda. I didn't know diet was a thing, actually. Like, well, I have, soda was a thing. <laughs> I've, I actually have had a chocolate soda. It's a little different, yeah. but it's, it's not bad. Well, I, I specifically looked for diet chocolate soda today at Rocket Fizz. You did? And they had like three or four different chocolate sodas. None of no, them were diet. diet. Interesting. I do not drink soda. Well, there you go. <laughs> All right. Even chocolate? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you want to try chocolate soda? <laughs> I haven't tried that yet. I don't think you're missing much. <laughs> Artificial chocolate flavor is not usually very good. Um... I want to try it. <laughs> I like sugar. <laughs> Let's know how that goes. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm insane. So now, so they, you know, typically are uh, on stage between the uh, before the encore as a joke, but they kind of didn't have anywhere to really go. This time. <laughs> um, but it was still great. Uh, Bermuda just started exploring. I don't know if yeah, you saw this. He I did. Just, I was watching Bermuda mostly. He uh, was just exploring the back wall and he found a rock. That's right. <laughs> and he was just like walking around holding the rock, showing What's people. That was? Showed it over, brought it over to Hawkeye, showed it to yeah. Hawkeye. <laughs> <laughs> then he put it back. I think he put it back where he found it. <laughs> because uh, you're not allowed to bring rocks. Wow. Well, I totally misinterpreted what uh, Bermuda was doing because I thought he was like trying to like walk around with like a thing of cookies or something. <laughs> <laughs> Not very tasty cookies. No, I guess not. Um, unless, unless you eat rocks. Well, he, I don't think he does, but, you know, Jim did say he wanted to rock, so um, I saw Jim drinking some water. I saw Steve take some photos of the audience. Al, oh, I did see that. Al kind of was just relaxing, sitting on, I don't know if it was a rock or a chair, you know, drinking some water with, you know, playing on his phone. Cleaning his armpits. Cleaning his armpits. Yeah. Oh, was he? Okay, good. <laughs> it, was, uh, it was a little tough to see them, so I kind of 
since I was on the aisle, I ran to the side so I could get a better look. And uh, I'll have a whole slideshow of that posted later. Oh, awesome. great! Awesome. Toenail clippings. <laughs> so, right. so what was the uh, cover song for this evening? Well, he was a re- he, he uh, said, "Let's take a request." <laughs> yep. And um, everyone in the audience screamed. <laughs> <laughs> I screamed out Dave and Ethan's 2000s Weird Al podcast theme song. I did too. I wonder why he doesn't pick that one. I don't know. I You're have one question enough. though. Which toe no clipping? <laughs> <laughs> the big toe. Okay. Um, They're all big toes. Yeah, so he played Do Wah Diddy. Yeah, Do What is the actual name of the song? It's called Do Wah Diddy Diddy. Do Wah Diddy Diddy. Manfred Mann. I'm never going to remember that. <laughs> <laughs> Me neither. Yeah, a song from uh, the late, uh, mid-60s, 1964, actually. Yeah. Cool song. Everybody was singing along to that one. Great, great song. Sounded awesome. This, by the way, this uh, cave, it, they, picked a good ve- they picked a good cave to have a venue in because the sound of this place oh, was yeah. amazing. Yeah. I just, it was incredible. So happy we came to these shows. And then after the, the uh, do-wah-diddy-diddy, he... I don't know. This was so strange. Al picked up the harmonica, and he did kind of like an impromptu like harmonica solo with it, which like had like no but rhyme it, or reason behind it. Yeah, he just kind of like he was looking at it, and then he just kind of like blew into it a few times, and then he put it down. Yeah, it's weird. And he said, "All right, one more song, and then I'm gonna try to leave the cave. Don't know if that's possible." Uh, <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't know what was going on with yeah, the, uh, harmonica. the harmonica, so that was weird. <laughs> but he went right into the uh, Unplugged Medley. Yeah. And uh, same lineup, it was Amish Paradise, Smells Like Nirvana, White and Nerdy, Word Crimes, and then Yoda and Yoda Chant. Yep. Huge and, cheers for Amish Paradise. Oh, yeah. Started. Oh, yeah. yeah. Place, place loved that. Place loved that. Again, everybody was... Dance, kind of like dancing their seats along with this one. Yeah, oh, I guess. Yeah. It, and after the Yoda chant, or in the middle of the Yoda chant, I guess after the Yoda chant ended, I saw a couple of people kind of just stood up and just danced the rest of the, yeah. the song <laughs> yeah. from their seats. Yeah, someone was trying. Well, before we get to Yoda, um, a big thing I noticed was during White and Nerdy, uh, I was not playing the wooden fish or the was it Guero or Guero? Yeah. whatever it is. Guero, whatever it is, yeah. It sounded like um, maybe, but there's still the noise of the like kind of, I don't, uh, rubbing a stick on bumpy wood, <laughs> uh, whatever that noise is. It sounded like maybe Ruben was playing it though. It sounded more like like uh, electric. And then um, interesting. Then um, and he did that in Evansville too. Oh, he wasn't using the yeah yeah. Okay, interesting. interesting. Huh. Um, yeah, I wasn't sure if, like, he... Because there was one show I saw where he went to, uh, you know, go to a song where he plays an instrument and it wasn't there and he kind of just shrugged it off and then Hawkeye brought it out to him. So I wasn't <laughs> sure if, like, he was just missing it. But then Ruben played it, so I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Maybe they just made the switch. It was just easier. Maybe they lost the fish. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no more fish. Um, no more People were trying to get uh, like the like a a sway an arm sway going during Yoda <laughs> before it got into the chant, huh. um, and then during uh, the audience participation part of Yoda, Steve took a picture of the audience. Yes. Oh, cool. 
Oh. I didn't see that. That's awesome. I didn't see that. I was only paying attention to the lighting. <laughs> <laughs> see? see? I should pay more attention, huh? Uh -huh. <laughs> Did you get the official end time? I got 10.30 as the yeah. end time. I wrote out 11.30, but that's because I'm <laughs> in a different time zone than you guys are. And yeah. Al said, thank you, Pelham. Yeah. Well, he said, thank you, Tennessee. Thank you, Pelham. Oh, very cool. I think that's it. That's all I wrote. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, we kind of got cleared out pretty quickly. Uh, we did see Steve again. Oh, yeah. Kind of briefly walked by. I mean, they all kind of had to walk by. I guess Steve was uh, <laughs> was walking slower than everybody else. Yeah. We were already out of our seats and, and kind of start, starting to head out. And Steve walked by. I guess I don't know. We didn't really hang around too much in the caves. I know uh, Jared and Rocky have uh, meet and greet passes, so maybe they'll tell us a little bit about uh, their adventures. Was this your first meet and greet of the tour? On this tour, yes. Okay. Awesome. Let's hear about it. So, um, yeah, they got um, they actually moved us. Uh, they actually moved us out to where like the kind of like gravel area where the tour buses were for the meet and greet it didn't actually happen in the cave um, and uh, JW was kind of apologetic for that he's like I realize this isn't you know exactly glamorous and all that stuff but you know we make it work and uh, yeah it went went really smoothly really quickly and uh, they still had the um, the backdrop and yes yeah. yes they did yep yeah. and uh, we had some problems getting me in the frame with the picture so I hope it turns out okay <laughs> he was well, told to move over he moved over so hopefully it's fine yeah, yeah. is Al still wearing the same shirt though yes okay <laughs> did Al say anything about you having the same shirt on as he did actually um, he didn't notice until JW pointed out you realize he's wearing the same shirt to you and he, Al looked up and just started laughing like he was so embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what are the odds? <laughs> he just put his head on the table and just, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah, but yeah, then, uh, um, so I gave him another shirt. Uh, so hopefully we see that on stage soon. Cool. And um, I told him, well, I'm glad to see you. You're wearing the other gift that I gave you. And he's, he's like, you gave me this? I'm like, Sure did. <laughs> <laughs> you need to like write your name on the tag or something. I'm, I'm, I'm going to start doing that. <laughs> <laughs> That's so great. That's very cool. And um, yeah, we're, I don't know if we said this, but we're all staying in the same uh, hotel. By chance. That's true. <laughs> I, was saying, I don't remember there being a lot of options. <laughs> yeah, Frank just uh, put us here, and I, by chance, we're all here. Yeah. So, anybody have any? Uh, what, what did you guys just overall your impressions of seeing Weird Al underground, twenty miles below the surface of the Earth for the first time ever? Oh wow. Hey, what? Twenty miles, <laughs> approximately. <laughs> give, give or take. Give or take about nineteen point nine. Oh, I loved it. Uh, part of what we plan when we go on Al trips is, you know, kind of like what can we go, like what natural beauty can we go right. see, like as side trips. So to have Al play in, in natural beauty, beauty. <laughs> is like that's a home run. I mean, that that's worth. 
the sleep deprivation. And <laughs> it's yeah. one of the most unique venues. You know, it's not just some Ever. arena or some stadium or just it's so yeah, yeah. it's so different and beautiful. Yeah. Can't beat it. What do you guys think? What do you think, Jason? Well, I just knew I saw those two dates back to back. I'm like, okay, you bet that this is the best shows just for me to see the songs that I didn't see last time. Right. Like it's really technically about an hour and a half from my parents' house originally, where they where I originally grew up. Oh, cool! Very so cool. it's close to the area, so I can we, we can visit them and all that. So it was one of those I had to go to. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm so glad that uh, Jackie and I made the drive down because this is just the, the sound was incredible, the lighting was incredible, the set list was great, and and just the opportunity. I I know. Uh, few of us were in Red Rocks, which was another crazy uh, rock-themed yeah. venue. And, and this was kind of awesome. You know, Red Rocks, you're between two rocks. This one, you're underneath a rock, which I thought was awesome. <laughs> so it's definitely is awesome experience. I can't wait to see tomorrow's show. Yeah. See all the songs we didn't see tonight. Uh, I'm curious if we'll get um, both Christmas songs. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. Uh, the Christmas songs are missing. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm super excited to go back and um, just experience it again. I, I don't even know. Are we sitting in the same spot? Or no, we, get, we have different seats. We have different seats. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, so we'll maybe get a new perspective on it. And uh, I can't wait. Has he ever played both Christmas songs in one night? Not that I'm aware of. No, I don't think so. But I think that'd be cool. Now, is this the first city he's doing... Two shows in the same venue and city? No, he no, did that at Medford. Boston, Medford. Okay. okay. He did that already, yes. Okay. And we were there. Oh, that's right. So we've seen them all so far. And the, and the encore was the same? Yes. Or, okay. Well, yeah. The, the, the final the, song. The Unplugged yeah. Badly was the same, yes. Okay. Yeah, so uh, I think that's... Uh, it's in, I think, right? So we, yeah, so we want to really thank uh, you know, everybody for joining us, especially you know Jason and Madeline and uh, Rocky and Jared and even Ethan with uh, two stars, two underlines, and quotes around his name for being here. And uh, tomorrow we're in the same exact venue, uh, Caverns in Pelham. And, uh, we'll... and toenail clippings. <laughs> and toenail clippings. <laughs> There's some in my room if you want them, Madeline. <laughs> the biggest takeaway, toenail clippings. <laughs> that was Dave and Ethan's 2000-inch Weird Al podcast, ridiculously self-indulgent bonus episode, 15 centimeter. Do you want to sing us a song about toenail clippings? <laughs> Tell that to me, toenail clippings. Tell that to me. Tell that to me. I think she's going to have dreams about toenail clippings. <laughs> it's going to be like a giant monster attack toenail clippings. <laughs> All my parents are into toenail clippings. <laughs>